Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of D&D Bags, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast made by a bunch of D-Bags. I'm Frankie the Dungeon Master. I'm Joe and I play Aki. I'm Andy and I play Illum. What did we do last week? Uh, we split up. Uh, yeah, we've been split up for two episodes. Yeah, Ati. I'll sum up my part, you sum up your part. Okay. <laughs> uh, I read some books. Whoa. <laughs> oh, to try to please go them. on. You somehow did a summary and missed every important detail. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the library to find out some more information about the Sentinels, about uh, the Sons of the Scourge, and about uh, my own little Soul Brother stuff that I got going on. And uh, read a little bit about. Uh, I saw the the picture of the eye that's on uh, Illum's shield, so I looked up uh, some stuff about that. It seems to have some connection to a place called Fardal. Yeah, um, do you remember the other ruins too? There are other, which is a ruin outside of Kelokaz, I believe. Correct. And uh, there are other ruins outside of it. Um, I remember. If you need me to do it, I have it written here: Jomor, Kinet, and Savashis. Uh, they're all ruins near. Pelicans. So, um, good job. Good yeah. note taking. Read about that. Uh, went back to read about the Sons of the Scourge. Um, met up with Lane, who is our buddy from. Um, Who's been gone for literally Tarnstead. twenty episodes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, original dude from Tarnstead, episode <laughs> original one. Original dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's an OD. Yeah, talked to him uh, about his travels. He gave, he enchanted uh, a gem that we'd stolen from a devil we defeated a few episodes back. Uh, so now I can use it to communicate with him. And um, then we looked up Sun Scourge. We didn't really get much information other than the fact that they seemed to have existed for a long time. Or there was uh, another group called the Sons of the Scourge a long time ago. Not clear which. Uh, and then that's what we got. You know, for every complaint I could have about you as a player... The fact that, like, or the argument that you don't pay really close attention would not be one of them. Illum went to the Colosseum to, like, kind of check it out, because he wanted to scope out the city. Um, Discovered that the people who fight in the Colosseum uh, are way stronger than us. Um, And as a super recap, um, we were challenged to a duel to the death um, by a guy that Ati insulted while drunk at the monastery. Kind of a noble in the area. Right. He was Um, basically spoiled rich kid. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a councilman. Um... And people don't usually fight their own battles in the Coliseum. They well, usually rich people. hire. Well, yeah, they get champions, um, and we kind of have to do this because it's like we'd never be allowed back, and would be breaking their traditions. And there's a huge monastery here, and this is a key area for like our potential fight against the Sons of the Scourge. So we can't just not come back here and not be allowed here. Uh, it just wouldn't work. Um, also, probably a lot of people in the monastery would think differently of us because they're from this area and they probably respect the Colosseum tradition, would be my guess. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, Illum went in, found out how powerful the guys were, um, and is now going downstairs after going to the tavern that's there um, to go and meet with the guy who kind of kind of trains the, the Colosseum fighters. Um, and that's where Loon left off. Honestly, I'm not entirely certain exactly where I left off. Did I? Did anything happen at the very end of my session, or did Lane just leave and then we cut over? Like, did I leave the library, or was you I... No, you're still in the library. You're still... I think you got the orb, and that's where it ended. Yeah, okay, I'm I just pretty sure, sure that's it, yeah. Okay. And Illum is going downstairs to meet with so the trainer. So, who, who do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on Illum or Adi? 
probably a loom to catch up the time, right? That makes more sense. Because I think Ati I haven't done as much ahead. as you yet because yeah, yeah. you okay. spend yeah, your yeah, currently yeah, studying time. time. Yeah. Okay, so I go down the stairs um, and I'm looking around and what do I see? Am I immediately in like barracksy looking place? Like, what is this? Y- you know, uh, Andy, this is this is for not not for the listeners. Although I guess this helps because I, I might cut it because it's really lazy. But just so you know what I'm picturing. Uh, you know, underneath the arena in Oblivion, yeah, that section with all the like hanging. That's what I was already swords. picturing. Yeah, okay. it's that. Yeah, that's I've, what I have in yeah. my brain. Okay, <clears throat> so there's you know uh, a bunch of so we're both derivative assholes. It's yes, fine. Yeah, I, that's I correct. See it. I see it. And then buzz, you, buzz, little fly. <laughs> <laughs> you can see a couple people sparring. Uh, there's somebody in the background, uh, a tall, bald human who's uh, kind of, like, watching over everything and, um, I guess, making sure nothing gets out of hand with the sparring. Uh, You see a lot of really tough-looking people. Uh, You see, see like, some some bloodstains on the floor, but nothing crazy. Like, you know, occasionally someone gets hurt and bleeds down here, but it's not like a, you know, doesn't look like a murder room or anything like that. Okay. Um... By the way, uh, quick time out. Where is Carl the Gruel Man? Did we leave him back at the... He's at the monastery. Okay. You got Because neither of you said he was going with you, so okay. Fair I enough. figured him and Long Gong Silver were both just hanging out in the They are, and the I know what we're doing with them after this is over. Oh, that sounds ominous. Okay. I know what we're doing with them. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I go up to the, the bald human who seems to be, like, overseeing stuff, and I say, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, are you, uh, in charge here? Are you a trainer? I, I run this room. Uh, are you... I, I would assume you'd be someone familiar with, you know, who the fighters are and which ones, you know, take contracts. Uh, is that... Are you a good person for talking about that with? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I know the fighters probably better than most. All right, well, you see, I... Well, not not I, I guess, but I by extension because we're super close. Me and my friend <laughs> uh, were challenged to uh, one of one of the duels that your city does... Um, by some kind of, like, really lame-o rich guy. Um, it seems like these guys are all pretty tough, so I, I don't know how we feel about our chances of being able to take them. So we might need to hire someone to fight for us. Is this... you get this? He's gonna, like, kind of look you up and down, and then he's gonna point, like, over to the other side of the room where there's kind of, like, a bulletin board type thing, mm-hmm. and he's gonna say, uh... Those are all the fighters who've written their names down on the board looking for work. Gonna be honest with you, though, they're, they're gonna want to see the color of your coin before they move forward with anything. Alright, are they, uh... Is there an estimated price up on that bulletin with their names as well? No, it's, uh, this is the DM telling you now. It's just some names and, like, uh... uh some of them have, like, places that you could generally find them at written next to it. Alright. All right, before I go and check out the names over there, just let me know, are there any young upstarts who might be looking to uh, take a reduced rate for their first chance? You know, that's uh, that could definitely be. I don't think any of those guys would write their names down over here, though. Okay. Maybe when, you're, uh, when you find these guys, if you find out that they're too expensive, they might know a guy or something. Okay. All right. Th- th- thank you for your help. I'll uh, I'll be back if I have any more questions. 
okay, so I, I head over to the bulletin board, um, and I and I take a look. And what am I seeing on the bulletin board? Uh, you see, uh, there's a lot of names, uh-huh. and you see some of like vast majority of them are like crossed out. Okay, and you see. Uh, four names that are not crossed out. Okay. You see, I literally generated these all, so you're gonna laugh at one of them. But you see, Elhalin, Phaneton, Lashen, and Barrel. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like Barrel. <laughs> I like Barrel too. He's. Uh, you can um. uh, you can see that, um. If you look to the side, there was a, uh, like, a schedule, and you could see that El Helen was scheduled for one of the fights, like, that happened earlier tonight, and, uh, his opponent's name is crossed out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can I do... Uh, it, it might actually just be like insight or something. Um, do I get the sense that maybe that was the fight that I saw before coming down here? Could that guy have been the uh, the spellcaster? Uh, well, you you remember that the guy was a half elf, and you think it kind of sounds like it. The name might have a little bit of elvish roots in it, so you, okay. that could be. Okay, I'll leave that. I'm just trying to get a more clear image of, of this. Hmm. Um, well, if it lists the timing, he might be able to be like, oh, that was about this time. It was the. It doesn't have times listed, but it is the last one written on the schedule. Okay. So, okay, so and it doesn't sound like there's still a fight going on? No. Okay. There's no fight going on right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Oh, do you want me to tell you anything about anything else on it? or? Um, yeah, is there anything else on the bulletin board other than the names? Um, is this more than just a tracker? The, uh, you can see that, uh, Lashen is on the schedule for tomorrow, because you can see there's another schedule for tomorrow. You can see that he's one of the, like, midday fights tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's already put his name down as looking for more work, so you might get the impression that he's pretty confident in his ability to win tomorrow. Or maybe if... If he doesn't win tomorrow, he doesn't care. <laughs> and he, it's worth putting up his name anyway, because he's dead otherwise. Uh, and then both uh, Fanatan, Fanatan and Barrel have uh, tavern names written next to their names. So the Big Green Apple and the Queen's and Sword. Queen's Sword, okay. So, so, so Barrel's at Queen's Sword... And Fanatin's at Big Green Apple. Yeah. And Lashin is tomorrow midday. Yeah, that's when his fight yeah, is. And and, he doesn't have an uh, Do I see anything about Elhaline? Uh, nothing yet, but it is shortly after the last fight, and he was the last fight scheduled, and you think there's a solid think chance that, that, that he might was. be that caster. Yeah. Okay, so. And that was a, a, a half elf? Yes. Okay. Um. Alright. Um. So I have these names, and I have some time. Um, before I head back to meet up with Adi, um, and I believe we're meeting up at the monastery, so I'll just right, be going there at night. At, at Threve. Well, it closes at Threve. Right. So yeah, the library closes Threve, so if I'm back at the monastery by Threve, I'm, I'm going to see you. Right. Um, okay, let's go... I, I'm going to go to the Big Green Apple. 
Okay. And see if I can find this Phanatin. All right. So I, I head upstairs, um, and I, I keep my, my passive perception all around me, but I, I leave the Coliseum, and I start heading... Uh, I, I ask the, uh, the, the guy I had been speaking to at the, uh, at the tavern as I come up the stairs since it was right next to us. I say, mm-hmm. hey, uh, where's the, uh, where's the big green apple? I'm looking for somebody. Uh, he'll give you basic directions. It's, it's, you know, maybe okay. a ten minute walk Just so away. I don't wander around yeah, the city yeah, yeah, for no, an additional I get, hour. I, you. I, I feel okay. like for the so sake he, of speeding it along, I don't have to make up fake directions. Exactly. No, <laughs> I, I, but I ask him where I'm, I'm going so that I don't wander for a million years. Yes. Yeah. He tells you. He gives you the location. It's since, like ten minutes away. Since most of this stuff is built into trees, there's a solid chance it's actually a big green apple. <laughs> like it's built into a giant apple. He, he does tell you it is in a tree. Just saying. <laughs> I was going to do that. Joe took my joke. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Well, what if what if the big green apple is inside a building that looks like a giant sword? And there's... <laughs> and there's a... <laughs> and there is a huge, a huge wooden apple that's like a landmark of this place. Uh, and over the years, it became home to a fine, respected establishment known as the Queen's Sword. <laughs> no. Because that's what happened. No, we already set up this anymore. No, we already <laughs> set up that in this universe. No, no, no. That that's something that's that happens. That's in Tarnstead, and there's a specific architect responsible for some of the buildings in Tarnstead that you may find out about at some point. I doubt it. Let me, let me meet the architect. <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I'm Carl the Architect. <laughs> I would like to speak with the man who designed this building, thank you. Well, he no longer lives in Tarnstead. I know where he lives. If you ever get there, maybe you'll find out who he is and I'm meet I'm going to start asking everybody if they know any architects. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, no, this place is on fire. Please, can I meet the, the fireman responsible for taking care of it? <laughs> I'm Carl the Fireman. Carl the Fireman. <laughs> I, uh, I make fires. I mean, <laughs> I make... I mean, well, I do... It. <laughs> Make the put-out fires. <laughs> All right, so I head over to uh, the Big Green Apple. I follow the directions, mm-hmm. and I arrive uh, at where I've been told It is to a go. tavern uh, inside. Uh, it's one of the ones that's built into a trunk of a big tree. It's not actually shaped like an apple. That would be silly. This is obviously not the same architect as Tarnstead. Uh, but it is called the Big Green Apple. It's possible the giant trees grow big apples. Is it? Is that what I was going to say? It is possible. They grow apples. Yeah. That's no, 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 but I'm saying it's possible no, that a big not... tree grows a giant apple. No. It's like James and the Giant Peach. I was just going to say, what do you think is James and the Giant Peach? Get James the fuck the out of my head. <laughs> We've no. been doing this too long. I know. It is a big apple tree. And by this, tree. I mean living. Yeah, um, okay, so uh, am I getting the sense as I walk in? Is this like a, like a collar shirt bar? Is this a rowdy place? It's like what kind of atmosphere uh, am I bar scene, into? club scene. It's mostly very quiet, but you recognize that it's in one of the uh, shadier parts of town. Okay, and because it's under the leaves. You, I'm gonna punch you <laughs> in the up. dick until Shut you the die of getting punched in the, the dick. The tree provides get, a lot of shit. Get out! Get the fuck out Go of my home. house! Uh, while this is happening, the library goes on fire and Adi dies. <laughs> Thank you. Ask to talk to the Wait, fireman yeah. responsible, you dickhole. Skibbity Bobob. <laughs> Call the fireman, save me. He's too busy making gruel. Alright. 
So I, I go into the Big Green Apple, uh, and I look around. Is there anybody who looks, like, noticeably buff or something in here? No, it's... But there are not very many people in there at all, and uh, most of them look pretty poor and kind of grimy, and uh, you do... Here, roll a perception for me. Let's see. Let's okay. do that. Or investigation or something. If you want to do a different skill, you can. Um, oh, which reminds me, we should take a quick second to say that we changed the characters very slightly for anybody who's paying super close attention. Uh, yeah, and I think what we're going to do is upload those PDFs to the website yeah, so we you can see that. what those differences are. Uh, super minor, uh, luckily Joe is getting water, so he won't jump in and explain it, but basically, um, beer. yeah. Joe, uh, can I have a beer? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, I, uh, Illum was supposed to have higher wisdom, Ati was supposed to have higher intelligence, um, and so there was supposed to be a, a more noticeable divide of book smarts and street smarts, um, but because of how we built our characters, that wasn't coming across, so now our skills go, um... Charisma is highest for both of us, followed by strength, which for me is tied with wisdom, and for Adi is tied with intelligence. Um, and then Adi has no wisdom modifier, and I have no intelligence modifier. So it's a moving around of the stats that, A, will make us hit a little bit better, because we're supposed to be, like, you know, fighting paladins, um, and also should make that divide, you know, a little more apparent. Anyway, I was cool with it because it'll make them hit stuff more. Yeah, which will make combat not boring. Um, I like so combat. we're still Wait, we're still level three paladins. Um, we're completely like legal, and you'll see the sheets and figure out how everything works. Um, but we just moved around how those stats are to get the theme across. You're just, barely legal, level three paladins. Um, so let me on that note, let me roll. Let me roll. Can I do insight for this? Okay. Like what yeah. I because it's not I see everything. I'm yeah, not it's like perceiving anything. It's I like yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let me let's do, do insight. Uh, it's a it's an eleven. So you kind of get the impression that uh, you see this guy in the corner, and you get the impression that he's like, um, you would assume the most powerful person in the room, like the strongest person in the room, even though he's kind of. Uh, a slight person. It is an elf. Everyone in this building actually is an elf. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's just a guy kind of sitting by himself in the corner, slowly sipping a drink, and he, uh, you get the impression that he is the most, the most powerful person. The only person who doesn't look like a super poor common folk trying to get the cheapest beer in town. Okay, so, uh, I, I kind of go up to him. Well, uh, you know what? First, I'll go to the I'll go to the bartender and I'll get myself a drink. Okay. First, it's like a copper. Okay. Cool. Uh, it also tastes like piss. Okay. But it's got alcohol in it. Okay. So I I have a drink in my hand and I walk over to this guy who I suspect is Fanatin and I go, uh, excuse me, are you uh are you Fanatin? Time to come up with a new voice, boys. Voice Hello! <laughs> That's not a new one. <laughs> it's new to me. It is, uh, it's, uh, it's new to me. I should watch Legend of Neil again. It's been so many years, I don't remember all that much I about it. I think I went like three years without watching the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Video. You did. Yeah. We finally made you. Uh, now I, can, I just have to call me old man voice. Is he an he old can, man? He, he could be an old man. <laughs> hey, you generated this dude's name. If you want to generate his voice off of Call Me Old That's Man, true. go for it. Uh, Alright. 
Although if anyone's like a super old dude, I'd probably assume that they're really badass because like yeah, because yeah, they've been fighting for long. a really long time. And unless he got into it, like got into the game really late, <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the game. <laughs> I don't think this guy's is my first battle. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I do well. He is an elf though, so you do kind of have a hard time telling how old he is because it's not the same. As yeah. Well. That's true. We have a hard time until he opens his mouth and says, Call me old, <laughs> call me old man. I have an elf. Call, call me old man. I am an old elf. He's not an old man. Some um, call me old elf. For short. <laughs> Fine, fuck it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you just said, uh, what did you say again? I'm gonna I said, uh, excuse me, are you, uh, Fanaton? Fanaton? Yes, it is I, Fanaton. Uh, hey, uh, so I was over at the, the Coliseum. I, I saw your name up on the bulletin board. I thought maybe I'd, I'd pick your brain about fights. Oh, sure. Are you looking to hire a fighter? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, so I'm kind of blowing through town. Long story short, my friend got a little bit drunk, got challenged to one of these duels. A guy, uh, Blackstone's the family name. You know it's, him? It's Darkstone. Darkstone? Right? Yeah. I'm telling you not, you get it, right? Like, I, I, I get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. Um... But Illum says Blackstone. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, uh, you, you must mean Darkstone. Do you mean Darkstone? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hmm. So you got in with some Darkstones, now you have a duel. I'm guessing you're looking to hire a champion because you don't want to get helplessly murdered. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard that the, the, the Dark, Darkstone, you said the Darkstone family, they, they like to hire some, some like, really expensive and very talented, you know, fighters, and I, I saw your name up on the board, and you, uh, you, you know, you come with a, with a recommend, you seem to have a reputation down there, so I, I wanted to, uh, come speak with you. Well, let me tell you, you're in luck. The Darkstone family tends to hire these giant, hulking, massive beasts of men who... Have zero finesse on the battlefield, really can't do much of anything on their own except swing a giant axe or hammer or something. And, well, I happen to be the particular type of fighter who is very well suited to combating such types. And, uh, you see him, like, reach over his shoulder and pat a bow that he's got, like, on his back. Okay. Um, so... Alright, so, uh, let's just, uh, hypothetically, uh, we, we still have a... a a few days to go before this challenge, but if I did want to purchase your services for this fight, what do you usually charge for uh, for an engagement like this? Well, I have to be honest with you. Uh, since we know the family and we know who they hire, uh, it will be a deadly match for anyone you hire. That name kind of pulls a higher price. So, uh, if my going rate is... 1500 gold, let's say I would do it for 1750, cut you break. Normally I'd go like 2000 for a dark stone, but. Um, you can do this behind the screen for me. My insight is, uh, modifiers plus four. Can you okay. roll insight if this guy seems to be telling the truth on that? About how much he About would charge how much, how much when I say what's the normal rate for okay. this sort of thing? Oh, okay. We're getting host. Uh, no, you're getting host. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, he, I mean, he could tell I you're an outsider. So. I, I'm, yeah, he, well, yeah, I, exactly. I get this. I'm going completely by this this role. Yeah, that's the you get the impression that he's kind of that that's like an absurd amount of. Okay. Money. Well, I, I have to say, I mean, you know, I you can probably tell by looking at me. I'm a I'm a holy man. I, I don't come from from a, a huge background of of money. Uh, 
That does seem to be a huge fee. I'm not sure who could afford that sum of money. That's because the Darkstones could. I'll tell you that. That's it's good for them. Uh, well, okay. So I am going to. Okay, so I. Okay, first off, I I do um pers I do persuasion. Uh, I'll I'll take a persuasion roll on this. Uh, and I'm gonna say, uh, do you always uh, work exclusively for gold? Might we be able to work something out where you would take uh, some sort of service in exchange? The monastery here, uh, I'm they care about our well-being. I'm sure you could receive something from them, perhaps a banquet at their hall in your honor, or uh, you know, if you need some some quarters for the night after a long night of drinking, and you want to make sure someone can put a holy ward around you while you sleep. <laughs> Um, we could do, we could do something like that, I'm sure. Um, save that. Ten. Well, no, I... I uh, actually, eleven, sorry. Oh shit, that changes to super drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, well, no, normally I, I do only work for gold. Uh, the only service I'd be interested in would be, uh, well, more of a personal one. I don't quite think your monastery could provide it. Um... Is it insight, of- insight. Does this guy have a thing for donkeys? Does this guy have a thing for donkeys? Insight. I rolled a 14, modified 18. Does this guy have a thing for donkeys? I'm going to say yes, but that isn't what he's talking about. <laughs> okay, I see. Maybe now you know I that. I look deep into his eyes and I think, oh, we, maybe, maybe he would be more inclined if he knew that the kind of entertainment we could have at this banquet would include our... Our celebrity friend. Who are you talking to? I. He- hello. <laughs> hello, person at the table to the left. <laughs> I'm just a patron at the bar, and I move slowly away from you. Goodbye, patron. Um, I have 17 charisma, though. I, I exude confidence. Maybe you want to slide closer. Good for you, buffet. <laughs> okay, so I turn back to Fanta, and I'm like, uh, you know, before you, uh, you, you write off these services, I will say I, I'm friends with, uh, somewhat of a local celebrity, uh, in the area I'm from. It's a, a performer by the name of Long Dong Silver. Uh, he's, he's a donkey who puts on, you know, amazing shows. The, the likes of which I, well, honestly, I've never seen. Um, but, but literally, <laughs> but you've never seen in, like, the idiom sense of it. Uh, I've, I've just never really seen what he does, but I know it's, it's, it's fame. Um, and, and perhaps before you quickly turn down this idea of a, a celebration in your honor being part of the, uh, the cost, you know, you may, you may want to think about how great it would be to see Long Dong Silver in his, uh, in his element. <laughs> uh, I want to say that, uh, you say Long Dong Silver and someone on another, in another table on another side of the bar kind of like stiffens really quick. <laughs> <laughs> looks back and forth and uh interesting choice of words <laughs> <laughs> he stiffens uh Fanatin, uh is going to kind of bristle at the implication that that might be his thing because unlike you everybody here knows what that would mean even if they don't know who Long Dong is <laughs> also we're the ones who gave him the name Long Dong Silver his name is actually Olga I believe 
Yeah, I still am not 100% clear. Uh, yeah, I'm not clear on that either. He's, but the important thing is... That's what we established in the episode. He's I famed. You. His tail makes the rounds. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> did you like that one? That worked for you? That did it for you? That is a good pun. I'm glad. Thank See, you. See, Joe, that's how you make a good pun right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, I, I would say that uh, Fanatin would would say, No, that's, that's certainly not the kind of help I need... I, I'm not looking for a celebration. I'm looking to try to change the way things work around here. And I don't think your donkey friend could do that for me. I have another friend. Um, he, he makes great gruel. <laughs> um, what is it you want to change? Perhaps a, a, a warm plop of gruel in your belly would, would fix it? Is that, what, what, are, what are you trying to change around here? Uh, I think he would kind of get uh, a little insulted, and he would, like, slam his drink on the table, and he'd be like, Look around you. Look where we elves are. Look who's running the arena. Not us. I can tell you that. No, I have to go risk my life in there to fight just to make enough coin to buy a house. I live in a tree. Like, I mean, what I the guess, fuck? I guess, I guess you do. I thought that was... Honestly, I'm new to the town. I thought that was a whimsical thing. <laughs> but, uh, well, not all elves are fucking whimsical, are they? No, no, I, I'm not saying they are. I uh, <laughs> tell that to Eel Fudge. I tell that to Eel Fudge. That's me as the patron of the bar, just murmuring to myself. I go back to drinking. <laughs> so I, so I, I actually, I say. Actually, he, he he makes a valid point. Do you uh, you know, do, do you happen to know El Fudge? Uh, I met him while I'm here. Oh, first we're all whimsical, and now we all know each other. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice guy. I, I I'm new new to the town. Uh, I'm used to small towns. Every everyone knows each other. Uh, you, you just kind of seemed like you might know him. I thought. No, I don't. <laughs> and the longer we talk here, the more sure I am I'm not going to be able to fight for you. Not without the coin, at least. All right. Well, I, 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 I get a little serious with him for a second, uh, and I say, "Well, I, I do have to tell you that as a, as a holy man who's who's been from place to place, I do care about. Um, I, I always care about those that society seems to be leaving behind. And if if there's some sort of structural problems here, if if you feel like there are people not getting a fair shake, that that's my concern as much as it is yours." Um, do you have? Is there anything you've been doing to uh, uh, try to remedy this? Is there is there an organization of people who are who are fighting for this cause, perhaps? Or I, I look around and I see these people look tired after a day of work. I, I'd imagine it's it's hard to to rally behind this idea. No one has time to organize. We're all working too hard. I'm doing exactly what I can, trying to make gold in the arena, make a name for myself. Maybe one day I'll be up in that noble's booth, too. All right, well, what if... Have you spoken to the Order of Morden that's here about this problem? Please. Like, the Order of Morden is going to sign with elves over dwarfs. Come on. Why don't you just ask him who runs the place? Says the patron who's drinking to himself. Wait, uh, ask who who runs what place? Well, I was getting the cells since it's the dwarves. Is there is there a particular uh, family or a group of people who are the ones causing this? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inequality. 
There's at least a council. We know the dark stones are yeah. part of. Yeah. The whole council is causing it, but I mean, there's a there's more to it than that. It's not just what the current state of the institution is. It's it's been like this for hundreds of years. Uh, Andy, can you roll a privilege check for me? <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess that would be. I guess that would be. What's that? Is that? Uh, be sleight of hand, maybe. Is that... <laughs> I assumed it was charisma, but I don't know what that's. Yeah, let's go, with, let's go survival. with survival. Let's go. I was actually I was going to say survival. I'll roll. I'll roll charisma. Let me check it. Um, Nineteen. Uh, you do feel like you've been treated unnecessarily well compared to how the normal, everyday not-dwarf is treated. Yeah, you know, that's true. I did uh, just kind of walk up to some people at the Coliseum and start answering questions. I mean, you know, honestly, now that I stop and think about it, I ask a lot of questions in bars. Like just, <laughs> uh, just a lot of questions in bars, and everybody just kind of, you know... At, at least starts talking to me. I mean, even, even if I don't like what they have to say, they, you know, they at least start, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? I, as part of, as part of my, my bond, as part of my oath as a paladin, um, when I go back to the monastery, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a couple questions. And, uh, this, this Darkstone guy who seems to be part of this nobility that's part of the problem, I, uh, we're gonna take this guy down piece by piece. This matters to me now. He'd, uh, he'd kind of look at you like, uh... I'm kind of, like, not really talking to him as I say okay. that. I'm kind of, like, talking... Like staring at the wall. I, I'm, like, like kind of staring the at the wall and, like, talk <laughs> talking through, like, you know, my, my, reali- my realization that this is something I have to do now. Uh, he will, uh, he will kind of look at you without picking his head all the way up, like, kind of look at you from under his, under his brow or whatever. And, uh, he'll say, hey, listen, if you could do that, I'll fight for you for free, but I don't think you can get that much done. Alright, well, we'll, uh, what's the best place to reach you? Should I, uh, expect to find you here of an evening? Yeah, yeah, if I'm not fighting or training downstairs in the arena, I'll be here. Okay, we have a few days before this fight. There's some business I'm going to have to attend to. Expect to hear from me again. You're, uh... Champion to this worthy cause, and I, I know I will need to have your ear again. Good day! <laughs> and I, and I, and I, I just swirl majestically? Well, let me do a charisma. Yeah, yeah, pretty majestically. That's a, that's a modified 20. Wow. And walk out the door you, with you this. You positively sparkle. I have this air of purpose. Um, as All I of leave. the judges from America's Got Talent stand up and start. <laughs> <laughs> They're all elves. They're all poor elves. Who'd have thought? Okay. Um. Okay, hold on. Alright. Um, and with that, let's say that that conversation took a little while. I'm going to want to head back to the monastery for the evening to meet up with Ati, because as we continue to do this, first, I want to share the information, you know, with him that I know, I mean... Player-wise, I know what he knows, but so they get together and know what each other know. Right. Uh, and then so we can be together for talking to these next guys in the morning. Okay. Um, All right. So I'm you're going to leave. You're you're still at the library. Are you doing anything else at the library before you leave? I walk out of the bar at three. Okay. I look at my wrist and say, oh, 
Oh, look at the time. Oh, look at my wrist. It's, it's three. All right. Pause on the loom. Adi, are you doing anything else? Uh, I think I still got some time at the library, so... Uh, if you can do some more checks of research before we meet up. Uh, yeah, I, I think I've seemed to have searched what I can in terms of, like, the cults and the, uh, what's it called, um, the runes for the night. Uh, so my, I also wanted to check into the, um, Soul Brothers stuff. Okay. Um... I'm going to go to the, the soul section, I guess, we established yeah. there was. Yeah. Um, On the nature of souls and spirits. Yeah, I, I think, uh, in my mind, the the way this works is, um, as a hermit, you know, he's done a lot of meditation, and uh, in his meditation, dream, vision quest stuff, uh, he saw these great uh, beings, uh, you know, split into their souls and go into human, or not human, but like, you know, into... Smaller. Yeah, smaller beings, uh, and then, you know, one of them seemed to be coming towards him, and that's kind of what indicated that there was uh, some connection between him and this great being. So, I think that, kind of similar to what we did before, uh, I think he's going to check, like, an art book, see if he sees one of, I don't know if that'd be his soul thing, yeah, I don't you know, if there's any start with, like, vision quests or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm I not sure know. where to start Does with Does that count? But I, Visions, maybe. I, I feel like if he's going to start anywhere, he's going to try to see if there's any images of these great beings that, okay. that existed at some point, if anyone's... Roll them up. Let's them. see what we got. Yeah. Looking through, like, art books. Is that a 19? That's a 19. Uh, and I, Oh, I guess I'm doing investigation. Investigation, yeah. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. So that's plus two. So 21. And he's, he's flipping through books on souls. And I guess hopefully somebody's written, if these beings... Had their souls split somehow, maybe for whatever reason. I don't know if it was a natural process or if there's some magical um, catalyst there. Then maybe someone's written about that, and that there's a reason that those beings would appear in these books. Okay, so I will say that based on your role, you do find uh, some vague indication of. Uh, of a like a drawing of a person kind of being split in two but remaining still intact as it happens. Okay. And then uh you rolled really well. So I'll say that uh that same uh book would be referencing a specific book about like um demigods and uh like powerful uh beings from other planes. Okay. Does it mention any names specifically that I might look into, or should I, or I guess just the book? Uh, it mentions book the also? name of the book. It's called Demigods and Powerful Beings from Other Planes. What do they know? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know? Do they know anything? <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> yeah. Uh, is that where, what section, is that also in the soul section, or should I go to a different section for that? Uh, it's going to be in a different section. It's going to be in the Demigods Probably okay. the gods and demigods section, which is very close to the soul section, as you know from checking the Moradin section. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me check that out. Okay. Let's find that. Let's, let me flip through so that So you walk up to the desk. You take out the big series of uh, cards with Dewey Decimal System <laughs> numbers on it. Uh, that's how well the Dewey Decimal System is, everybody. By the way, I like to imagine that the cabinet looks like a little tree. I like to imagine, like, <laughs> like everything here that's wooden is, like, kind of tree-like. I think, okay. And yeah, it, that works. it makes me really love the fact that Fenton, like, took great offense to the whimsical thing. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing whimsical about us, but, like, there's little, like, fancy trinkets everywhere. And, like... <laughs> 
I think so there, there are people that were once whimsical and have fallen on hard times. Tell me <laughs> E.L. Fudge. <laughs> hey, you, you don't know everything about E.L. Fudge. He might no, be, he might be having a bit of a struggle. You never ask. You don't know. Him. Oh, I will. I'm going to find <sighs> out. All right. Yeah, I, I kind of imagine me going back to uh, that dude who, who pointed me in the direction of uh, the other books and just being like, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the demigod section. He's just like, kind of scruffy from Futurama, just like, licks his thumb. <laughs> I, I don't know why licking your thumb helps with scrolls, I guess, but yeah, like, yeah just kind of <laughs> continues looking just, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Then, yeah. And then yeah, gives, that gives happens a, canonically. Gives me a nod in a, in a direction. I, I go towards that section and uh, find and you find demigods and other powerful beings from other... Was it demigods and powerful beings from other dimensions? What are what they, they know? know? Do they, they, they know, know things? Things? Let's find out. Let's yeah. find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I pull up that book. I find it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. <laughs> uh, should I roll another investigation check on this? Yes. But you did already find the book, so it'll be kind of a low DC in comparison. Okay. Uh, 18, damn. Cool. Oh, wait, uh, plus the 2, so it's 20. So, you have an unnatural 20. <laughs> um, you have an inorganic 20. So, you find the book, you start thumbing through the book, uh, you find the, like, table of contents part, and you do find... Maybe I'd recognize if there was a specific name that my character's soul is connected to of a demigod. If I saw that name, I might be like, oh, that's... That sounds right. I will say that you do find a section on um, soul splitting. Okay. And uh, if you want to look through names, you can. But if you want to ro- read through the or whatever, get what you can out of the soul splitting section, you can do that too. Or you could do both. I think you're, I got time for thing. both. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I had a little This while. is probably going to be like close to the... Once I do both, that's mark. probably the three mark. That's about, you're at about right, right, just or a quarter shy of three. Of three. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you, which which are you reading? Are you going to read the soul splitting thing? Um, I'll read the soul splitting thing. Okay, so you learn from this book that sometimes uh, beings from other planes are capable of splitting their essences as a method of traveling between the planes, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really draining and it takes a ton of power to do that. Okay. And uh, the only way for the um, being to fully cross over into the plane is by having the two parts of, or however many parts of the soul that were split join, and that will help bring the, uh, demigod Apocalypse. or other, <laughs> the demigod or powerful being from another dimension, what do they know, do they know stuff, let's find out, creature, uh, into the plane that they are in. Okay. But it, um, it has to be like a, uh, you also find out that they have to be aware of what's happening. It's not something that can happen accidentally. Okay. So, and as you keep reading, you realize that one of the biggest struggles of this is how often the split souls are unaware uh, that they are split souls at all. Right. So it takes not only knowing that you are a split soul, but also then it's the entire plane of existence. You have right, to find right. the other pieces or piece. So. Okay. Um. Well, you got to hit start there. Yeah. Because Carl, you found well, it. Yeah, Carl. Exactly. That's Carl. That's definitely no, Carl. Elune will help you in any way you can to help awaken Carl to that same understanding. So, yeah. Uh, is, there, is there any indication on how, what they have to do to join together? 
Uh, it's not, it's not clear. As far as you're aware, it's not documented as ever successfully happening. But it's something. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go on. Just let me laugh it out for a second. <laughs> It's butt sex. They just, they well, have I was gonna, butts. I was gonna say, it's like, Joe, be careful how you phrase this question. Cause if you phrase this question in a way where like, there could be a role involved, like a natty deuce would be like, shake hands, and a one would be like, I don't think you're gonna like it. <laughs> you guys are gross and childish. Uh, it's, yeah, a joining, it's a joining of souls, not flesh. Okay. But like I said, the the D20 roll on it. Is it a wedding could, ceremony? Could Do you have to marry rough. Carl? That uh, sounds no like comment. that sounds like a seven. <laughs> so that sounds like a solid seven soul joining. Yeah. Um It starts getting bad at four. <laughs> How many bases are there? <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> um, so, that's all you get from the spirit splitting section. Do you want to go down the list of names and see if you find anything? Yeah, let's check out the names, see if anything works. Alright, there's like literally a thousand names, so it's going to be a hard DC, but okay. let's see how you do. Seven. Seven. Oh, wait, plus two, nine. Shut You are overwhelmed by how many names there are, and you give up after a couple of pages and not realizing that anything sounds even remotely familiar to you. Okay. Hmm. Am I about out of time now? You're really coming up on it. You might yeah. be able to squeeze in one tiny little thing. Um. Uh. Do you think I might be able to check this book out, or is this not that kind of library? <laughs> Try. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna go. That actually would be a great use of your remaining time <laughs> to try to do. No, honestly, yeah, roll for that, it. that's actually a good. No, it's not normally something you could do, but you can roll persuasion, and if it works, sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go up to uh, Scruffy to the, the the dude sitting there looking at porno scrolls, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna say, "Hey, uh, is it cool if I check this book out, or like, can I buy it? I think it means the like the the world to me." Roll uh, roll persuasion before I respond. 12 plus, um, I think it's 5, plus 5. He just nods his head and says, mm-hmm, and keeps looking at the big <laughs> centerfold scroll. Okay. So, out of curiosity, what was DC on that? Well, like, I, was, I know I used 15. Oh, so, okay. And you got 17. Wow. So. <laughs> can Joe, can, can Ati roll, like, uh, what do I want it to be? Can you, can you roll, like, stealth to see if you can, like, take a peek at what it is he's looking at on the scroll? I'm just, I'm just yeah, curious. Okay, sure. I'm curious. You have disadvantage on stealth checks. Am I currently? Yeah, probably works. Disadvantage right. and it's minus one, I think, is probably your stealth. Yeah, probably. your, that's your dex modifier. Garbage. Yeah, so roll twice and take the lowest roll. 17. Ooh. Oh. 10. So nine. That's actually not super terrible. Yeah, that could have been way worse. So I mean, it's still shit. But. Uh, you kind of like turn around the corner of the desk and you try to get a peek at it, and all you can kind of see is that there aren't words. It's just a drawing. Before he realizes that you're looking, and he quickly closes. <laughs> Damn <screen>. it! <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks for the book. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a book, not a scroll, right? It's a book. Yeah. It's okay. A book. It's yeah. a bound. Do I have, do I have to bring this back at some point? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't remember his voice, but yeah, the DM is telling you you have to bring it back. Okay. How long can I take this out for? Three days! Ah, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. You're welcome. I, is that the... Hello. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... So you, it's three. Uh, Ozzy probably looks at his wrist and goes, Oh, shit, it's three cube. Okay. Oh, my wrist always looks weird at this time of day. <laughs> uh, so, Adi leaves the library and starts walking towards the monastery, and Loom leaves the big green apple and st- and starts walking towards the monastery, and... Loom, before we cut, you hear what sounds like something rustling behind you. Is that you shuffling, Adi? Oh, by the way, hey, uh, long time no see. No, you're not together yet. Oh, wait, sorry, <laughs> hold up. You're still just outside the bar. Okay. You shuffling over there? Let's, I'm Skibby gonna... Bobop? Let's cut it, let's cut it. <laughs> Skibby, Skibby Bobop. Alright, we're gonna, we gonna cut it. Alright. Alright. Uh, Before so... the grand reuniting of Illuminati reuniting after DM's worst nightmare, so the splitting of a party. Yeah. A splitting of a party of two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that was pretty fun. I yeah, thought it would be like no, it's fun. We did some good stuff. Yeah, we actually accomplished like weirdly like more than we thought. Look ever at you guys. I will say that Alum, like like after having spent some time with Adi, like spending the day without Adi is making him feel like not as he doesn't really have a word for it. Uh not as rounded, not as uh complete no. What is it? No, he just he just feels like it's a good idea to be back with Adi. He maybe it's because really, he's away from Carl. Ma- you know what? Maybe maybe Illum has a connection with Carl, but Illum uh, uh, just didn't really like the whole not being next to Carl thing. Mm-hmm. Same. Excuse Literally me same. 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 All right. So thank you for joining us, everybody, for this week's episode of D and D Backs, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast made by a bunch of D Backs. Uh, we played D&D, even though there hasn't been combat in, like, six weeks. Don't worry, future episodes will have way less story. Yeah, no, uh, next episode, I'm calling it now, I'm trying to figure this out... This has got a brothel? I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to make it a 45-minute long fight, just to make up for all the fights we <laughs> <laughs> uh, JK lol. But not really, but kind of. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, of course, you can find everything you want to find about your favorite D-bags... I assume, at dndbags.com. You will be able to find their new and improved character sheets. Although, I might want to wait because I think very soon they might have to make some minor changes in a positive way. Um, So... (laughs) In a your character is dead kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm killing them. In a make a new character because you need to make a character sheet for E.L. Fudge who's picking up the mantle of the loom to avenge his death at the hands of some dude in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know his name was some dude in the bushes? There's a theme here. (laughs) That is fair. Uh, So thank you for joining us. D&Dbags.com for all your D&Dbags needs. Um... I will shamelessly ask for more fan art because I do love the fan art we have, but it would be really cool to have more. That would be super rad. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the D&D Bags, or if you want to talk to just specifically me, even though it's pretty much only just for me, like, you know, you get it, right? Uh, I am at Frankie the DM. Uh, we're on all the social medias, so you can tweet at us and ask about that Snapchat that exists. 
And uh, other than that, uh, you can find us on iTunes, where you are almost definitely listening to this already. And if that's the case, swell. It would be super rad and helpful if you could leave us a five-star rating and review. That would be wonderful. I will read it. Uh, I will cry for every person who listens and doesn't read it. So that that is... I mean, it doesn't write a review. So, like, I am literally crying, like... Right now. Times per day. Uh, so, thank you for tuning in and for writing that review. I know in, in my heart of hearts that you are going to write because we love each other so very much in this wonderful community. And because we know that you, you'll you do it out of the goodness of your heart since you'll receive nothing in return for writing a five-star review. <laughs> it's you will, sure, it's sure a good little character. You will receive absolutely nothing from us <laughs> for writing a five-star review. You're such a good little character. Uh, thank you. No, really, honestly, thank you. Write a review with your full address and I'll mail you a dollar. <laughs> you, you probably shouldn't actually. Yeah, do please that, don't though. put your address on the internet. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> don't dox yourself, Joe. Self docs. New meta. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Listen to Chip Tunes. Night we were uh, both high as balls. High as balls. And and I think BCP. the night after that we were both like drunk as balls. Drunk as balls. Yeah. So he was going to console his best friend, and you're like, "That's a shady fuck." Yeah, I know. <laughs> but we... Let's make him up on the spot, looking at stuff in Andy's room. One is called the lamp drawer. <laughs> <laughs> One is called. The Queen, Queen Singles Zelda. Collection. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go down the road. Queen, Zelda's... What's that third thing? Bloodborne? It's Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really work. <laughs> We're going to do it every night before bed. <laughs>